0: Welcome to Retiring Generously, a podcast for the charitably inclined. I'm Caleb Frankert, financial advisor and enrolled agent at Blue Jay Financial Group in Defiance, Ohio. My mission is to equip you with the knowledge and resources to be generous, tax efficient, and intentional with your retirement dollars. Let's get started. Now that we've identified a potential problem in required minimum distributions, or RMDs, we'll spend our time today talking about a potential solution, or at least a partial solution. What you'll probably figure out as we continue to progress is that there is no one-size-fits-all solution to RMDs, but we still have a pretty decent menu of completely legal, tax avoidance strategies available to us. A little creativity certainly goes a long way. One of our most effective strategies for the charitably inclined is the use of Qualified Charitable Distributions, or QCDs. That's right, another fun acronym for you to remember, but if you simply remember that QCD is short for tax savings, you'll be fine. The great thing about QCDs is that we aren't reinventing the wheel here. We're actually talking about doing something that you probably already do. The difference is the order of the steps that we use. Speaking of not reinventing the wheel, I wrote a blog about this a couple of years ago, so I'm going to read from it to set the stage here. Pardon me if I provide some commentary along the way. Some of this information is slightly dated. But it's called charitable giving. You may be doing it wrong. And here it goes. If you are required to take annual IRA withdrawals and are also making charitable donations, listen up. You may be doing it wrong. At age 72 if you remember now at 73, the IRS requires that you begin to take annual withdrawals from your retirement accounts, Roth IRAs excluded. This is referred to as the Required Minimum Distribution, or RMD, which we just learned about. The rationale is that taxes have been deferred on these funds and their earnings for years as you save, but sooner or later, it's time to pay the piper. Withdrawals mean taxes must be paid, which is why a lot of folks only take their RMD, Tax code changes over the last few years have also limited deductibility for charitable giving in most cases. In light of the increase in standard deduction, which is a good thing for most, many who used to itemize are no longer doing so. And I will get into some of the specifics of deductions in a later episode, by the way. It's important to understand. But I digress. Back to the point. Let's say you are a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen, and charitably inclined. Wouldn't you like to have your cake and eat it too? Here's a very simple but practical example. Jim is a good guy. His RMD for the year is $5,000, and his effective tax rate is 10%. Jim also gives $5,000 to his church every year. In addition, he doesn't have enough deductions to itemize on his tax return. Here's typically how this goes down. One, Jim withdraws from his IRA $5,000. Jim writes a check to Church for $5,000 or writes checks throughout the year totaling $5,000. Step 3. Jim files his income tax return and pays $500, federal, while taking no deductions for his giving. Jim is essentially paying the IRS $500 to facilitate a transaction. Instead of pulling the funds out of his IRA and settling up with Uncle Sam, Jim could instead send the $5,000 directly to his church from his IRA in the form of a check made payable to the organization. From a tax standpoint, he has satisfied his obligation to the IRS without paying taxes and satisfied his charitable obligations. He's got an extra 500 bucks to boot. This is called a Qualified Charitable Distribution, or QCD. These QCDs are not taxable up to $100,000 each year. That's per individual. So if you're married and both spouses have IRAs, you could hypothetically give up to $200,000 without paying income taxes. Now that's certainly not typical, but you get the idea. If you are like Jim, you may be leaving money on the table, money that you could use to buy a boombox or an iPad or buy shares of GameStop. Okay, so that was not uh, an endorsement to buy GameStop, by the way. But you get the point. Okay, so that was a very bare-bones, very simple illustration of how qualified charitable distributions work. There is a bit of nuance that we need to be mindful of as far as the process of taking the withdrawal. The semantics are important in this case. So I'll highlight a really important point here. In order for the distribution to be non-taxable, it has to go directly from the custodian of the retirement account to the charitable organization, and the organization must be a registered 501c3 charitable organization. Now, I realize I said a lot in that sentence. To keep it simple, the custodian is who's handling the funds. It's probably not your financial advisor, but the company that they use to hold funds. For example, I work for Blue Jay Financial Group, and our custodian is Charles Schwab. Examples of other well-known custodians are Fidelity, Pershing, and so on. The point being this, the custodian drafts a check from your account made payable to the charity of your choice. Why is that important? Well, it's important because the second it's made payable to you, you've now created a tax situation. The other thing that I mentioned here was that it needs to be to a registered 501c3 charitable organization, This is a general rule because there are a couple of exceptions that may require some more digging. For one, many churches are not technically registered as qualified 501c3s. However, they generally operate as de facto 501c3s. Some other exceptions include things like private foundations, donor advised funds, and charitable remainder trusts. Now remember, the scope of this podcast is to familiarize you with the strategy, so I'm not going into the weeds on all of these exceptions. In fact, it may be good fodder for a season two of retiring generously, potentially. So I don't want to get ahead of myself here. So what should you take away from this episode? Here are a couple of nuggets. Nugget one is at age 70 and a half, not age 73, you can begin using qualified charitable distributions to offset RMDs and subsequently the income taxes that they generate. So essentially, you can get out a couple of years ahead and start moving money out of your qualified accounts and start divesting yourself uh, so that you're not paying more taxes down the road nugget two if you are at RMD age and you're making charitable contributions you may be doing it wrong especially if you're claiming the standard deduction on your taxes and nugget three by using QCDs you effectively take a below-the-line deduction and you turn that into an above-the-line deduction, which everyone can benefit from. And just an observation here, if you are itemizing your deductions and it's a close call every year, QCDs can make your tax preparation a lot easier and reduce your chances of being audited. So if those aren't reasons enough to look into QCDs, I don't know what is. Well, that's all for this episode of Retiring Generously. I've been your host, Caleb Frankert. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions or topics that you would like covered on the Retiring Generously podcast, you can reach me at podcast at bluejfg.com. If you'd like to talk about your specific situation, you can schedule a 15-minute phone call at calendly.com slash Caleb dash Frankert. That's calendl dot slash C-A-L-E-B dash f-r-a-n-k-a-r-t. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC, Blue Jay, is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by Blue Jay, And the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written content on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay, unless otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.